Hello, 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 everybody. Uh, Mike Mills with uh, Mike Mills Mortgage and Finance here, and this is the Texas Real Estate and Finance Podcast. And today I am bringing in a good friend of mine and realtor here in DFW. Um, like I mentioned in my promo, uh, you know, a lot of times I have people on here that uh, we're talking about how to video market or we're talking about how to fix your toilet or whatever, you know, anything related to real estate. But I like bringing on local agents because especially in markets where things getting a little challenging, which they have been recently, um, it's nice to get a perspective of someone that's going through it because everybody always has answers and everybody always has solutions when they're not the one selling the house. But when you're actually the one selling the house and you're trying to work with buyers and find leads, it's a whole other ballgame. So I always like to get perspective on that. And that's why I brought Ms. Kelsey in with us today. Hello. Well, let me click my little button there. Hello, Kelsey. How are you? Good. How are you? Are you cheering? Yeah. I always got to do cheering. It's very important. Got to do the cheering. That's right. So um, thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate it. Um, now, I know that, uh, you know, you've been in this game for quite a while and um, you've seen all kinds of fun little markets and um, the the ups and the downs. And, um, you know, I think we're in a place right now in our uh, real estate environment where, a lot of people have gotten into the business over the last four or five years, and they're dealing with their first like actual downturn in activity. Now, there's a difference between home prices and sales volume, right? Mm -hmm. And right now, home prices are still up, you know, mm -hmm. so everybody waiting on the crash to happen where the mm -hmm. prices were going to come oh, chair there where they were going to come crashing down. Um, they're still waiting. Uh, right. cause that has not occurred. It's not um, but what has happened is that the volume has slowed down, right? right? We have less people buying homes, less people, really what we have less people selling, right. because if you're sitting on a 3% interest rate right now, and you are living in a, say a house that you bought for 500,000, that's worth 750 or 800,000 right now, which mm -hmm. is not unheard of. Then if you want to move, you're going to have to move to another, to find a $900,000 house and pay, right. you know, seven and a half percent interest. So, right. um, so we're going to get into all that today and uh, Kelsey's going to give us some insight on, you know, previous markets and what she's been through and how she's kind of, you know, made her way to stay in the business and keep plugging along um, because I think everybody needs a little, a little, a little nudge every once in a while. So, but let's start with first off, um, how did you get into real estate? What, what brought you into this uh, crazy uh, business that uh, you've yeah. stuck around for so long and kept doing? Well, mostly past history and I didn't want to teach anymore. Yeah. Um, I was a high school teacher. I taught technology classes okay. and, um, love the kids. Pull that mic just a little bit closer to sure. you. Yep, there you go. Love the kids. Okay. Um, but was not loving administration and how it goes. So, yes. uh, shocking. I know. There's um, a lot of teachers right now that are doing that actually. Oh yeah. The, well, I can't even imagine what the, they're going through right now. Yeah. The, the I mean, teaching that was profession. a long time ago that yes. I ducked. Yeah. So, um, I left, um, 2011, I went to, um, graduation on a Saturday and started real estate on a Monday. <laughs> so I had just gotten remarried and, um, that was a full last year in teaching. And my husband's like, well, if you don't want to teach, well then do something else. And yeah. that's all I needed was some support. What was it about real estate specifically though? Um, my growing up, my dad was a builder okay. and there's a sickness in that. Yeah. Um, my brother owns a, um, large roofing company out okay. of Granberry, um, Glen Rose area, okay. uh, DT roofing plug. Okay. Um, and, um, and I, my degree was in computer aided design. Of course. Uh, I, I mean, that makes sense, right? <laughs> I drafted for two years for architects and found out they wanted me in front of a computer for 10 hours a day. And you know me well enough that that's just not, not enough people work. interaction. Nope. Um, so then I uh, got a job at um, Farmers Insurance, which I thought this is nothing that I was doing. Well, it ended up being I was a foundation adjuster. Okay. Um, wow. So I was back you to drawing. You run the gamut. I was back to drawing, and that's when it was covered yeah. in insurance. So um, now it's oh, not. Oh, really? Okay. It I, used to be covered under the policy. Really? If if there was a leak. Okay. So that was my Only job. Only slab leaks. That was my job to gotcha. go out and find out if there was some sort of leak that was causing the house to gotcha. shift. Gotcha. If it was Texas shift. Not so much. Right. Put some water around. Right, house. right, right. Yeah. So um, now we need water. Yes. <laughs> no more water. So um, so I did that um, until farmers was kind of known for just running you into the ground if you did a good job. I mean, I was working until two a.m. with babies, and yep. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, called one of my plumbers to tell him that I was, I love y'all, but I can't do this, and he's like, 
well, I'll hire you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I ended up. You were in high demand. Of working for, because he was doing that testing all mm -hmm. over the state of Texas for um, many companies, not just us. Okay. So he had nine trucks and oh, wow. they, every day, each one of those did a slab you know, did a, a hydrostatic test at least on a house. So, um, and met agents and then they had to come back in while I drew all the plans and drip. He goes, you know, exactly what the insurance company needs. Yeah. So that would be great. So probably one of my most favorite jobs ever, except for maybe real estate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's gone quickly. Um, but I loved him and the people were nice and, um, I knew what I was doing. I had my son, he let me bring him for a while till yeah. I was like, Oh no, take care. We're going <laughs> He's moving. Yeah. I hey, well, look, absence makes the heart grow fonder, oh, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. 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 You got to have a little separation. So, um, and then, um, it was just kind of, it didn't pay a whole lot. I was driving to 75 and park every day, put right. about 500 miles a week on my car. Yep. <laughs> um, and I was driving an expedition. So great gas mileage. Yep. Got the kids um, and just all the things. eating up gas. Mm -hmm. yep. So I um, then got a job. A good friend of mine worked for the Mansfield ISD and they had a technology department and they were looking for new technology department. Right. Um, it is where the police station is now. Okay. <laughs> behind the old willy pig yes um and i live right across the street yes from there. you're well aware then yeah. um and they needed a cad teacher okay. and i was floored i'm like they do not I, it took me forever to get find enough classes to just get a degree and right there's you know there's no way now they're starting them in, in and eight, ninth sure grade enough they had they were teaching computer-aided design wow. and so i started there and i ended up i mean that's obviously unless you're just interested in building and architecture right why else would you do that? And kids that are 15, 16, 17 years old, yeah. they are like, didn't have that. It's really hard. You know, you brought up something a minute ago when you said that, uh, you know, you, you got your degree in, in that, and then mm -hmm. you ended up in real estate or whatever, but you know, it's, it, we have this, we tell our kids this too, which I don't, I'm trying to get away from more and more, but we have this expectation sometimes of our kids that at, at 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, mm -hmm. that they're supposed to know what they're going to do with the rest of their life. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, you need to go, you need to get your degree. You need to go and figure it out. It's like, I mean, yes, but you know, if you, there are, don't get me wrong. There are some kids. Mm -hmm. All right. Some people sure. that come right out of the womb and they know exactly know what they're exactly going to be. What they right. Do. And they're gung ho from the very beginning, right. but that's not the norm. I would say the norm is, you know, they're just trying to right. find their way. I mean, I'm almost 45 years old and I still barely know what I want to do. You right. know what I mean? It's, it's yep. one of those things where, you know, we, we have this, we put this expectation on our children to say that they have to find their path so quickly. Mm -hmm. And we're, you know, you, me, a lot of people I talk to are great examples of people that you, you, you're going to go through 10 careers, you know, right. in some cases before you find the place that you fit the best. Yes. And I think more often than not, especially because of the way work is, you know, that mm -hmm you end up in a place, you may not necessarily have the most passion for that particular thing, mm -hmm. but it suits your lifestyle the best. Right. Right. And so you gravitate to something where, you know, which is what's great about our business is that mm -hmm. yes, we work, you know, like quote, unquote, we work all the time, but we don't, I mean, we're not working 24 seven. Right. We're just available, right? Available. You're available in the evenings. You're available on the weekends. You know, that's mm -hmm. part of being in real estate, but it also gives you an incredible amount of flexibility yes. because if you're a mom or, you know, I, I grew up and my, my dad, you know, wasn't always there. So mm -hmm. for me, it was a big part of when I had kids, I wanted to make sure that I was going to be there as yep. much as I possibly could. And my career has allowed me to be able to do that. And so I think that, you know, letting kids try different things and explore different options without forcing yep. them into locking down on one particular thing. Um, right. I think you're going to find your path to happiness much quicker, you know, than if you just right. think it's supposed to be this way. Right. Right. Totally. Um, all those moves that I made, there was always a back reason. Yeah. It, I didn't want to be a teacher. Yeah. I would have gone to school to be a teacher. Right. Right. It was more that it would, my daughter was going to kindergarten that would put me on her schedule and that would put me home during the summers yeah. and it got me closer to home. I was yeah. no longer driving yeah, I was drive in Mansfield, so I, I wasn't going that far. Terrible. So, um, you know, there was a reason behind each one. The first one was because that was my degree. The second one was because it was paying more and it was giving me a car and good benefits and things that I didn't have. Yeah. Then the teaching, then from there, it, you know, I, well, then it was the plumber yeah. <laughs> and to him, it was just a better environment in general. Yeah. 
Um, but I really needed to quit driving so much and make and making less. So, yeah. you know, it was just, there was always a reason. It right. was something that was for our life. It right. wasn't necessarily for me. Right. Um, the real estate is for me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and here you're driving so, again all over the place, right? Yeah. And here I'm driving all <laughs> over the place. Yeah. You know, saying I'm going to need a bigger car, but that's a whole other story. So you got out of teaching and you got into real estate and you did, um, I, if I'm correct, um, what a lot of realtors do, which I think is is a good path, which is you went into what we would call one of the big box brokerages, mm -hmm. right? Right. Went right into Remax, which right. is where we met. Um, and, um, you know, anytime I meet new agents and, you know, especially cause I used to do things with champions, uh, you know, sponsor classes right. and agents would ask, you know, different brokerages. And, and I would always tell them, I was like, look, I think a great place to start, unless you have, you know, a mm -hmm. lot of background or you have someone around you, that's going to mentor right. you or whatever, a great place to start is with the big box big box brokerages, sure. right? They have now, a system. They're all going to offer different things. You know, the broker that's in that particular, cause it's all, you know, franchised essentially. And, mm -hmm. you know, so it, it, there's not always a perfect situation, but a lot of them right. are good because they're the offerings that you have, the training, the mentorship, the, right. the availability to ask questions if you're in the right place, which, you know, mm -hmm. that was a great place that you started off. Right. Um, you know, really gives you a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of backstop, you know, right. when you're first starting out in your career. So, so tell me what your experience was like there. And then, you know, since then you've moved on, you know, kind of mm -hmm. gotten to the smaller, which is a normal path for mm -hmm. a lot of agents. It is. So talk a little bit about that. Okay. So I totally agree that, um, even getting into, I've told most people, I'm like, get into, what do you need? Right. Or do you have a sales background? Because really the one conversation that I think is really missing in real estate is that ultimately we're sales. Yeah. And yeah, your personality yeah. gets you so far and your knowledge gets you so far. But sometimes you have people on the fence that are just struggling because it's such a big purchase. Yes. It's just, you just can't ignore yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and I think a little bit of sales training would be great, yeah. but um, it's usually people that don't have that, which I would say is probably 95% of people who get into real estate. Yeah. Um, well, you came out as a teacher. I mean, at uh -huh. least you were doing the farmer's thing a little bit. So yeah. you kind of had a little bit of that, but yeah, but not really. Not really I no. mean, not really. I knew homes. Yeah. And so, and that was my love was home. Right. I can sell homes. But, you know, don't ask me to sell paper or off it. You know, I'd be, you know, that that would be just killer to me. Well, so, but even the, the word sales. So I, I have a a little bit of a peeve with that because I raise think. Raise up the hair on the back. Well, of the it's head. just, it's got a negative connotation, right? Uh -huh. When people say it you're does. in sales, they're like, oh, you're going to you know, sell me whatever. You know, they're thinking of the boiler room and. I'm and, in sales with my you know, children. Yeah, the coffees for closers and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But really what it is, is it's communication, it is. right? How well can you communicate with another human being? How well can you make it clear when you're telling them particular yes. information? Because you can hear the same kind of information from two different people, mm -hmm. but one person makes it much more understandable and mm -hmm. much more concise or, or, or simple. And then the other person's because they don't understand it as well. Maybe you're yep. dancing around in a bunch of words and you never really get. And so you walk away confused with this person, but then with this person, you're like, Oh, okay. I understand. I right. Get it. And, and that's yes. really what sales is. It's not like, we're not pushing used cars out here. We're just right. trying to help people understand how the process works. So they feel yes. comfortable because it is a big decision. Well, and I am of the school that I quickly learned that to me, I will over-educate. Yes. Um, there is a reason why a ridiculous number of people who go into real estate were teachers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it works. Yes, absolutely. Because you're teaching. Yes. That's um, exactly what you're doing. I have had people look at me and go, I trust you. I don't need all this. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's fine. But most of them appreciate, mm -hmm. um, I, I do, I do a lot of first time home buyers yeah. because I will, I said, if you get tired of me talking, let me know, Yeah. but I'm going to keep telling you, you know, until it kind of makes more sense. Yeah. Because until you've owned a home, you, you're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, everything from thing. insurance to, you know, I got a call of where do I turn the gas on? Who, ha who has that? And I'm like, well, here it's Atmos. And, yep. you know, everybody gets it. So, um, but it's just being part of that is my life. Yeah. You know, I've owned multiple homes and et cetera. And so, but they're not there yet. No. It, yeah. I told them, I said, you know, you'll be an expert at this very yeah. soon. And yeah. they're like, God, I hope so. <laughs> Like you will. Yeah. It's just it's living, fine. you know, but yeah, yeah. I, I over-educate. Um, and if they ask me to stop, I stop, yeah. you know, yeah. so, um, always over-inform, you know, when you've got sellers that our houses are sitting longer right now and they're panicking because yeah. they remember a year ago, two years ago where they were, you know, you could barely get a sign in the yard Yeah, and somebody was throwing offers at you at list 
and above, you know, so. Would you say that that was a, a lesson that you've learned along the way? Because I think with newer agents, especially there is this, um, we all want to make people happy, right? The goal is to, to make someone happy. Sure. We want to please them. We want to make sure that, you know, everybody's in a good mood. Nobody's upset, right? right? You know, the whole deal. But the problem with that sometimes is when the market's good, you can just whatever sure. you don't have to have hard conversations very often right? right if the houses are selling like crazy and the buyers yep. are getting offers accepted and everybody's blown and going great right yep. but inevitably one side of the market or the other you're having to have difficult conversations right right if it's a seller's market you're having to have difficult conversations with your buyers right. if it's a buyer's market you're having to have difficult conversations with right. your sellers but if you don't have those conversations if you just if you let the seller or the buyer drive the transaction and tell you what they're going to do, mm -hmm. we want to offer this, we want right. to list our house for this, you know, we don't want to do this repair or whatever. It's not that that's, you can't do that, right? Sure. You can do whatever you want, but the success that you're going to have is going to be yes. uh, slow going because you're the expert and they yeah. are the buyer and seller and you have to tell them how the market is and what's happening in this, but you have to do it in a way that, you know, doesn't piss them off basically. Yes, basically. So, you know, so, so tell me about like, what was your learning curve on that? Did you go through any experiences when, you know, you, the bell kind of clicked on you for that one? Well, I, I just, a lot of it was just confidence yeah. that, okay, I know what I'm talking about yeah, yeah. and I can do this. And if they don't, I always have ways out. So it's like, okay, we can try that price. Yeah. We can try that, but we will know within two weeks. We will know within two weeks if somebody's not interested or we're not getting showings yeah. or, you know, it's crickets, yeah. you know, kind yeah. of thing, especially right now. That's yes. pretty much what you run into. Yes. Um, so I, it's like, sure, we'll absolutely try that, you know, but I've told you what I, what I see yeah. because numbers don't lie. You know, sometimes that bites me in the butt a little bit um yeah. because there are unicorns out there and sometimes it's just that's exactly the buyer that's out there looking for that specific house and you don't know that until yeah. you actually put it out there anything so, can happen anything absolutely can happen. yeah so i'm i did what i have learned is be willing to try just about anything yeah um i am past the days of offering a stupid amount below Live, there's still a few people that go just just offer it and i said no nah, because if you really like this house they're never going to speak to us right again. they're gonna be insulted yeah. <laughs> they are never gonna this I is mean, their home i mean this yes. is this is the, somebody put a lot yes. of work and effort into that and you're basically even if, insulting even them. if it's an investor right. they just put a lot of money yes. into it yes. you know yes it's money so um you've lost the right to have conversations yeah, with them exactly. further yeah. exactly yeah. so you know well um so you went from the more big box brokerage, kind of got your feet underneath you a little bit and mm -hmm. started to figure out, you know, how this whole game works. You know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. I think when people get into the business and I, I do think some people tell agents this, but I don't, I don't know that it happens as often as it should where, um, you know, you go through all the classes, right? You go mm -hmm. to the trainings and you do the CEs and you're mm -hmm. just in classes, 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 classes. Mm -hmm. And all the classes are great. And, and, you know, you need them because sure. some of them are required. But that's not how you sell real estate, right? No, you got to pull the trigger at yes. some point. And, and, and I have that conversation with myself a lot. Yes. I am a habitual learner. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. and, but it's normal because, um, I think we all, everybody suffers from this a little bit where you, um, you're working, mm -hmm. right? You're not, not doing something. You're right. doing something. Oh, sure. You got up, you got dressed, you, you know, got yourself ready. You went right. to a class and you right. sat in there for four and five hours or whatever it was. And you right. learned what you learned and you walked out and you accomplished something, right? Yes. But that's not what the end goal is ultimately, no. right? You got to sell homes and, and that is interacting yeah. with people that is, you know, um, finding your sphere, you know, whatever mm -hmm. that may be. The basics. Exactly. So, so yeah. when you pushed your way, you know, when you, when you kind of got in the big box, you're in the classes, you're doing everything. And now you're like, okay, I, I got this. I feel like I got this a little mm -hmm. bit better because, you know, the splits are a little worse there. You're paying a little more commission, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Um, exactly. So everybody takes that next step. So what was it in your mind that you were, you decided, okay, I'm ready to kind of go out, you know, to the smaller more boutique style place where I can make a little bit more money and maybe not have quite the same, you know, resources that I had with the bigger one. Well, with, um, with Remax, my, my concern there was that they did not promote that office. Okay. And so I felt like, you know, where, where you kind of sign up is that the name is, if you're paying that, the name yeah. is helping you. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I just didn't feel like locally because real estate is hyper local. So I they were not really doing what I thought they could do. Okay. Um, and then um, 
a uh, good friend of mine became the manager of our Arlington office over at Ebby Holiday. Okay. So I went there. Yes. Um, and which is I another kind it. of bigger. It is. Yeah. It's in fact, it's corporate. Yes. Very few of them are corporate like yeah. that, which that is. Oh, wonderful. that's right. It is. It's not the franchise. Yeah, that okay. is wonderful and great when you're new. In mm -hmm. fact, I've told other people they wanted suggestions and they were new. I said, same thing you said, yeah. if you want training, if you want a professional classy place that, you know, they're, they're not just going to let you go do whatever you want to do. Right. There's also going to be structure. There's yeah. going to be lots of structure. Um, is Ebby Halliday's excellent. Yeah. So where I moved from there to a smaller brokerage was because in COVID, um, like a lot of people, my husband took a pay cut yep. and I really started looking at my numbers because real estate agents are not so good at that. The ones that no. are, are brokers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just so you know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I really started looking at my numbers and I wanted to just kick myself because I had been what I would say overpaying um, for three years easily. Probably, yeah. Probably about 30K a year. Yeah. So um, in my split. So, which not their fault. That's the way it was structured. Yeah. I was doing you really knew what well. You, you knew what the, I mean, my there was no, was growing. Yeah, there was yes. no surprise. Like you knew what that it was. It just never dawned on me that there is a point where you start getting more successful yeah. that you need to reevaluate what's going on. So, so, um, hey, Marianne, Marianne's checking in with us here. Um, <laughs> hey, Marianne. So uh, you said the numbers thing, and I think there's a, that's a big, mm -hmm. a big, big piece of this. And um, I interact with agents all the time and I'll ask them, you know, how many transactions did you do last year or what was your, and they're like, um, I don't know. I have to look. I'm like, yeah. You, this is the kind of stuff that like you have me. to know, yes. you know what I mean? Like in, but what was it about? What was the realization in your mind when you actually started looking at the numbers and you got a, you know, a yeah. place in your mind where you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Like I really need to be paying attention to this. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, literally. And it was simple. It wasn't that I did some weird deep dive no. into a spreadsheet that yeah, was, it was track. just you writing it all down, yes. <laughs> looking at it going, hang on now, if I went over here and there's a lot of flat fee yeah. places yeah. now, which is where I've gone. Um, well, looking at the numbers, you see the transactions, you know who the mm, buyer and the seller was, and yeah. then you go, where did that business come from? Right. Did that come from a lead or did it come from something I did with my yeah. brokerage that got me that, yes. you know, I don't pay for leads. or did yeah. it come from my sphere? Right. And if all sphere. of those transactions are coming from your sphere right. and you're paying a big portion to the big box right. guys and you, and you don't need the education anymore or, you know, right. limited anymore. Or I can go get it. Yeah. You can yeah, go get it on I your own. Get the ones I want. Right. Yeah. So th then that's when you go, Oh, wait a minute. The light bulb comes yes, on. Yes, yeah, yeah. Big time. It's yeah. like, oh, yes. you know, what was I thinking? Um, so yeah. So that was my reason for the move. So speaking of sphere stuff, um, mm -hmm. what have you found uh doing it all these years that has been the most successful for you as far as like your um I know you do, do a lot of community interaction and involvement. Mm -hmm. Um and and I, you know, I preach that constantly to people. I'm like, you have to find activities to get involved in, whatever mm -hmm. they may be, you yeah. know, because we have this back to our earlier statement about going to these classes, you know, you mm -hmm. feel like, Oh, I'm working cause I'm in this class, but you know, working it's is not. going to lunch with your friends yes. is going to volunteer at the, yes. at the shelter, like all that stuff. So, so talk a little bit about why that, why that piece has played such a big role in your business. Well, the, um, and it was something, honestly, I heard first at Remax of yes. agents that were there because they would take agents that were more successful and sit down with whoever wanted to listen yeah. and say, you know, this is what I do. Yeah. And, um, and it's always very straightforward. It is, you know, people think, oh, you volunteer and you're thinking homeless or women's shelter yeah. or something like that. Your volunteering could be that you're coaching the little league team. That's it could be that you are the HOA president. Yep. Um, there's not, don't be an HOA left. president. Nobody likes them. I'm kidding. <laughs> as long as they're nice, as long as they're, they're nice, fair. Um, but I mean, how else do you get to know your neighbors? I mean, that's awesome. Or, um, in my old neighborhood, I, we have national night out and I used to run the national night out. I would send invites and probably the top number we got was probably about a hundred people there Yeah, and they loved it. Absolutely loved it. So they just kept seeing me. Yes. You well, know? it's crazy. You say that. So the national night out thing, mm -hmm. it, it, I've had conversations before where like, well, I don't know what to do. I'm like, look, 
your Show neighborhood, up. your neighborhood alone, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you got something in the mail or you got a, a you know Facebook message or something from people three doors down and they said, hey, everybody in the neighborhood is getting together on right. whatever date. We would love to have you. We're all going to be in the street, you know, wh- whatever the situation is, right? Most, not everybody, because everybody's got different schedules, but a lot of people are going to go to that, right? right? So, and if your answer to that is, well, my neighborhood doesn't have that, it's like, well, then why don't you start Create it? it. Yeah. <laughs> Create it. If not, just get involved. Yes, yes. My last neighborhood, I did it with another real estate agent. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's lived there way sure. longer than I have. Sure. So, but that's a great way to get to know your neighborhood. Yeah. You know, you just never know. People click differently just because there's already one real estate agent that's doing it. They so click differently. Say more about that. So you, you, okay. you did it with another agent, right? Yeah. And a lot of agents and even lenders, you know, yeah. we're like, oh, we can't. You know, where everybody's always in competition, school. right? Yeah. So, so why did you feel comfortable in your mind, you know, being like, yeah, I'll absolutely do it with this other agent yeah. and not be concerned about that? Well, one, I don't want to do it by myself. Right. <laughs> it's always easier if you've got some help. I did years of doing it by myself and thank heavens for my family. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they were on, on point. Um, but um, I am not, when I first started, I was on a team. Uh-huh. Uh, loved that woman to death. But she was definitely, she had been in real estate for 40 years, I think. And she was old school. It was very that cutthroat, that don't share your, what you know. I'm like, it's the same. (laughs) We all know the same thing. There's no big secret, you know. Um, And I saw that. And it was just habit. It was not that she was trying to be nasty. It was just protecting her business. That's what what she'd probably been taught. And and I heard it across the board in kind of that age (laughs) range. And I had an uncle that was in real estate for a long time. And I kind of remember conversations with that. My dad had his real estate license, you know, all the, all the above. So I've, I had heard that enough, but um, looking at the new group coming in, it's like, I, because you can get stuck in, there's too many real estate agents in this area. There's, um, well, it's DFW. There's a lot. (laughs) So there's tons of them. Yes. But I tell people, all you've got to do is go drive over any overpass and look at the sea of homes that you can see. And it's like, I guarantee somebody's not working that neighborhood. There's enough business. So there's plenty of business. So um, having that mentality, and plus that's not me. Um, I used to be the one that fixed the copier, you know, I was the one that here, let me have it. Let me see what I can do. Um, and even at Ebby, we would, I heard a little bit of that, but we would sit around and talk about brainstorm new ideas and Hey, you're doing that. Can I do that? Yeah. Here, here's my, here's my, uh, tag that I put on that or whatever it was. Um, and it just goes so much better though that way. And there's, everybody has their people, everybody has their sphere and, Yes, they overlap. It's, I mean, if you really want to start a brand new area somewhere, then move into a brand new area. You know, it's just kind of up to you. But um, I've never seen an issue because most people are selling one a year. Yes. Yes. It's not a lot. So the reality is that very few people are doing this as a full-time job. Well, and that's part of the thing too, is that, you know, um, I've talked to several agents in here before and some that have done really well and some that are, you know, you know, it's just part-time and, Mm. you know, whatever. And, um, you know, sharing the secrets as you would call it, right. Mm -hmm. Of what you do, your marketing efforts, your, you know, how you send people emails or how you communicate all of those things, you know, everybody, there was, like you said, the old school mentality of keeping it close to the vest. Mm -hmm. But I think more and more people realize that in order for you to do these or in order for these things to work, Mm -hmm. you have to do them. Right. Yes. Like, like it's one thing the to know, portion. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one thing to know that you should send, you know, yeah. birthday messages or send thank you cards or whatever, you know, yeah. whatever. Right. It's notes. a whole other thing yes. to actually do it. Yeah. Right. And it's the 80, 20 rule to its fullest extent, right. It's yes. like 20% of the people are doing all the work and 80% yes. aren't. And, and that's where, you know, markets like this come into play because it's so challenging right now that if you, if you didn't know what it was like before and you came into this market mm-hmm. two or three or four years ago, right. you didn't, I mean, you've never look, seen, even seen anybody do that. You even if you're in an active office, you've never seen anybody do all no, that stuff. No, yeah. you, you're, you just would wake up in the morning and every once in a while, your phone would ring with somebody yeah. who knew that you had sold a house or something. And now yeah. you're, you're doing, and you're like, this is easy. This is the greatest job I've ever yeah. done, you know? And, and then we yeah. get to a place where, you know, the crickets start chirping and you're right. going, wait a minute, what, 
what happened to all my business? Where, where did it all go? And, yeah. and then it's the ones that can go back to, or had been continuing mm -hmm. doing the same efforts over and over and over again, right. regardless of where their business was that have the success. And it's, it's just right. work, right? right? At the end of the day, it it's is. just work. You just got to yeah. get up and put shoes on and, and, and go out and do it. I uh, tell people all the time, most of the time, what I'm doing is reminding people what I do. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we've all heard the stories of somebody's uncle who forgot they were in real estate, yeah. sold their house through someone else. And you're just like, <gasps> and, and it's always that hit you square between the eyes. Yes. It's like, uh, I mean, it took two years before people quit asking me how teaching was yes that's my fault yes you know yeah yeah so, so what are you doing to what 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 kind of things are you doing to remind people that you're still selling homes well i think we're when you're 12 years in yep <laughs> um they pretty much got it down now right. and so that's pretty much the majority of my conversations yeah. um so um a lot of it is being out in the community um i go to a networking group with the chamber okay um just to talk to other got to treat it like a business yeah. you um it's it's and plus i'm been working from home and that doesn't work for me. No. i've got to get out i've yeah. got to go get well, you have to, if you're gonna be a realtor you have function. to function yes. i need to get out yeah um so um i go there i've um you know go support different charities and things um but we also um my husband's part of the Margarita Society. Okay. So, I mean, that's a whole day. And these are all very different groups of people. Now, yeah. the Chamber and the Margarita Society, those people overlap. Yeah. Um, but then probably the most, I guess I could say the most business I've gotten has come from my church. Yes. Because I'm there every Sunday. Yeah. And when you start talking to somebody and they refer you to somebody else, I mean, that's where almost all my business is. I yeah. very rarely do I get a random show up i don't pay for leads yeah i never have yeah. and i never will because yeah. i don't think they're worth it yep. um it's just somebody else running their business trying to make more money yeah. um and they're usually junk yeah. very rarely are they decent yeah the conversion rate on them is really low and, and there are agents that have success with it elsewhere. but you gotta you have to be committed to that yeah. process i could throw a for the money that i could be putting into leads I could throw a party for everybody I've ever sold a house to right. and have them come over yeah. and that'd be way more fun. Yes. And for probably <laughs> and beneficial for you. And beneficial. Yeah. It's just like, Hey, you yeah. know, come on. I miss you people because you do, you get there. There's two ways to, to handle a deal. It's and this is any kind of sales, which is it's either transactional mm -hmm. or it's relational. Yes. Well, I, I can't be transactional. Transactional yeah. is just basically come in, get what you need, sell them a house. Nice to meet you. And they're gone yes. and they never hear from me again. That's the intention. Yeah. Um, my intention, sometimes I'm not so good at it, but my intention is never to do that. And it's like, I miss my people. Well, you have <laughs> to have a thought so much time with them. You have to have a thought towards the future, right? right. Every transaction is a transaction, but it's also sure. future transactions. Well, sure. It's, you know, oh, yeah. mothers and brothers and Referring you know, me family. To other yes. People, other family members. Yeah. Hey, we've got friends moving here yeah. from, I'm, I'm going to give them your number. Great. Thank you. I really yeah. appreciate that. Cause that's, and I tell them that's how my business survives. That's yeah. how is uh is from people like you so. well and if you are um you know this is something that i preach to agents all the time too when we talk about these things is you know you have to be everybody in your you know world it needs mm -hmm. to think of you when they think of real estate and they need to call you for everything related to real estate yes. their roof their yes. plumbing their landscaping their yes. mortgage their you know whatever and right it's hard to keep a list of those people yes <laughs> but disappear. you want them you want them calling you to ask you questions because you right. want to be the source of the information yes. and there was i think this is changing now but there was also the old school thought of an agent would get a phone call from somebody Mm -hmm. And they would say, you know, I'm, I'm, my insurance is, you know, I think I need to shop it or whatever. And, you know, well, I'm not an insurance person, but here's my insurance guy. Call him. Right. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, uh, rates look like they went down. I think maybe it's time to refinance. Well, I'm not a loan person. Here's my loan guy. Call him. Yeah. And so people would call, but then you just kick them off to other people, which is not a necessarily bad thing. Mm -hmm. But but what I would say in the alternative is that, you know, become the learn about that piece of, you know, mm -hmm. learn about that information. So if someone calls you and says, Hey, you know, rates went down, I think I should refinance. You're like, Hey, give me one second. I'm in the middle of something. And then you call me and you go, mm -hmm. Hey Mike, Where? would it make sense to refinance right now? If somebody yeah. had a rate, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll give you the answer. And mm -hmm. then you call your client back and say, Hey, yes, if you're yep. at this point, it could probably make sense, blah, blah, blah. And if they dig deeper, then you go, okay, 
Let me, let me pass you off. Yeah. But every little bit of information that you can take in from your landscaper and your plumber and your electrician and learn the whole thing because you want to be the go-to for all of that stuff. And some of that just comes with time. Yes. Time and experience. I mean, you heard of my jobs. Yes. (laughs) So I have a few of those. I mean, I'm just, just enough to be dangerous, you know, kind of thing. Um, and, um, but it also gave me the knowledge to be able to relate to them, say, Hey, here's, I will get, here's a professional, but let me tell you what I know. And uh, I am not the professional. This is just what I know. And a lot of times, most of our job is keeping everything on the rails. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It is. It is when everybody gets worked up, you trying to call, you know, some of it is also to let them know that. I totally agree with you. Yeah. I totally agree with why you're coming unglued. Yeah. This is, you know, but empathize, yeah. But um my my go-to comment is in 30 days they'll be gone. Right. <laughs> yes. You know, so don't get wrapped up in this person being a jerk. Do you really want the house? Yeah. If you really want the house in 30 days they'll be gone. Yes. And they go that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very you know, emotional transaction. It is. It's their it home. Is. It's their family. Understandably. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So they're going to go Absolutely. through all a roller, co- a roller coaster of emotions. Yes. And yes, you do have to be the the therapist and keep everybody and calm. Unrealistic and realistic and all the above. I mean, it's, it's just, it's you the know, nature it's of the all beast. of it. Yes. yes. But that's, yeah. again, that's the sales part, right? Or yes. the, the, the communication part right. and the setting expectations and, right. and so all of that kind of stuff. Lots of expectations. Yes, yes. It will save you in the long run. Yes. The more you say up front, the more they go, hey, she said that. She said that might happen. So it's not as big a deal. Right. You know. Well, speaking of expectations, so obviously, um, you know, the market has changed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, again, it, it's not, it, it's more from, I wouldn't say from the buyer and seller's point of view, mm-hmm. there has been big changes. It's just normal, but in mm-hmm. our, for us, for agents and mm-hmm. lenders and people in the business title companies, right. the volume of transactions has declined right. fairly significantly. Right? right. So, um, so we're in a place now where, you know, every person's important, every deal is important. Every, yep. every person that you can find that can help you um, you know, achieve your goals for the year is going to be, is going to be key. So what have you found as far as setting expectations with buyers or sellers Mm -hmm. coming into this market now and going, okay, here's where we are. Like, what are you telling people right now as they come into, you know, buying and or selling right now in this market? Well, sellers need to understand the first thing out of the gate. We tell them is this is not to 2022 up to July. Right. (laughs) This, I mean, literally it stopped on a dime. Um, we all just went, yeah. Okay. Um, for a little bit, we were relieved <laughs> because yeah. it was, you get, you so, get to rest. It was so like, nuts. Um, take a breath but- and it was not good. I mean, everybody kept coming up to me and saying, Oh, you must just be killing it. And I'm like, no, I was like, this is awful. I said, I have people offering, you know, anywhere, depending on the price range, 5,000 to 20,000 over and it's not losing. getting it. Yep. <laughs> they are good buyers. And guaranteeing appraisals and yes, all kinds of stuff. They yep. are good buyers. People not inspecting things. I would never recommend that. Right. Um, but, you know, just not getting it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I probably wrote, I think I just deleted like 15 offers that yeah. I wrote for one couple and they ended up taking a break until they checked in and, and came back again the next summer the yeah. summer and bought one yeah because everything it, it was perfect yeah. everything they were willing to wait they just rented for one more year and it just slowed down and they were ready to go yeah. so um but um but as far as sellers i tell them you know we just we are looking at if you've priced it right we're looking at about 30 days on the market yeah. 15 to 30 now if it's like stellar unicorn it's got all the cool stuff it's priced right and it's ready to go you may go sooner than yeah. that you may get multiple offers even yes, still right now absolutely we still have multiple offers yep. um just but, not 30 yes now and uh, <laughs> yeah and multiple offers we're seeing on a lot of them are the ones that need all the work mm-hmm. because right they're now lower it's, it, they're lower price yep. it, investors might come in it's a big rental market there's a lot right of cash now. buyers right now yeah it's a yes. big rental market so um people as long as they can still kind of make their money back or even they're just putting their money somewhere yeah you know a lot of these prices i go there's no way they're going to get their money <laughs> their money back every month and really it's not that if they've got a place to put it where it will continue to grow well and there's very few other options right now that aren't incredibly volatile mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. like the stock market i mean i mean i personally mm-hmm. i've had money in places and i've pretty much pulled all of mm-hmm. it out except for proper i mean it's it, yeah. those are the places because you just don't know yeah. there's too many variables right now and where the economy could go right. that 
you know, it's just kind of like, well, let's wait and see. But the, the one thing that hasn't gone down is, is the real estate. And, yeah. and that's why you're seeing, I think right now I read something the other day, it's something like 25 to 30% of all of the transactions that are happening in the U S right now are cash. Wow. Because big money yep. investors or yep. small are taking their money out and they're buying the real estate because they at least because know they see the same thing you do. It's going to yep. hold the value, right? right? At bare minimum, I'm not going to lose my money, right? Right. I'll hold my money. Right. Maybe I'll have to hold it a little longer. Maybe it'll take a little longer to sell or whatever, right. but I'm not going to lose money. And, right. and that's what they're scared of because, you know, the, the market that we came from was incredibly unhealthy because, mm. you know, and, and I'm sure you have these, we all have these conversations with buyers all the mm. time, especially it's like, look, yeah in you know june of 2022 your interest rate would have been three percent okay but you were paying fifty thousand dollars over the list right. price on that house okay well right. the price that you pay for that home you can never change that because right. that's what you paid right okay your rate right. can change it can go up it can go yeah. down i mean not you know if you refinance or whatever right. i mean like adjustable rate stuff but you know those kind of things can move but the price that you pay for the home is there right and right now even though it's a little slower the the market is healthier mm -hmm. because it's still not we still are still in a seller's market i would very much argue um depending on the location depending yeah, yeah. it depends on the spot but um but at least now if the house is listed for 350 or, mm -hmm. or 370 you're going to get it for 350 or 375 yeah. and yes your interest rates going to be high, yeah. but there's a very good chance that it's probably going to come down in the next couple of years, yeah. you know, and you're not and tied you're not to that. paying 15, 20, depending on your price range, yes. 15, 20,000 over. Right. I mean, finally, yes. you know, and like you said, you know, you're, the interest rate is higher, but you're not paying that. And in some cases I'm, I'm back to where some of my first time home buyers, if they need help with closing costs, yeah. they can ask for a little yes. yeah. and get it, Yeah, depending you know, on the so mm -hmm. it is you know, or, or just the other way around. If there's something that needs to be done to the house yeah. before, or after inspections, it was like, well, your choice is, are you keeping it or not? Yeah. Are you bailing or not? Because somebody else is right behind you. Yes. That will take it as is. Mm -hmm. Um, now it is more, Hey, we've got a problem with the roof yep. or, you know, something that would not mess with lending. Yeah. So, you know, that, that whole sink is leaking. We need another $500. Yeah. Put it in seller concessions because then you have cash. Yes. You know, then it's not still coming out of your pocket. So, well, and more often than not, if if a seller is selling a home right now, you know, they have to sell for some a reason. reason. There's a reason that they're selling. And there's right? a reason the buyers are. You know, I mean, sellers definitely. Sellers are, are but, I mean, definitely. 12 months ago, people were just like, let's just see. Like, I talked right. to a lot of let's people. See what like, happens. Yeah, yeah, let's see what we get. I was yeah. like, you just sold your house just because? Like, yeah. yeah, why not? Let's yeah. see what happens. I mean, people took advantage yes. of all your money sitting in your house. You know, now you can take out loans against yeah. that and yeah. do that. But they were like, I could sell it, downsize, pay off my bills, yep. and just lighten the load mm -hmm. in general but then they of course had to find something yeah well that's <laughs> you know? the flip side but of they it. had the cash typically yep they had a lot of cash in their house well and that's the situation that we're in right now is um our, our biggest problem is inventory we have we don't have enough homes um and and that's why the prices are so incredibly high is because there isn't enough homes for sale and the reason that there's not enough homes for sale is because if you don't have to move all right and you right. bought your house in the last five years or you refinanced it or whatever which mm -hmm. the vast majority of people have then you're sitting on a three percent or four yeah. percent or two percent rate and you could sell your house but then you're gonna have to turn around and buy a house in right. this market you know at a much right. higher price if you're trying to go up or if you're trying to downsize you're still going to be paying more mm -hmm. you know if you, your downsize might be the same price that you paid for the house that you're in Possibly. right now right yeah so unless you're willing to be creative yes and just hang tight you well know? that's what i'm saying so that yeah. that's why you don't see the movement that we're having or that we're used yeah. to is because people are just kind of in a, the, the sellers, you know, the buyers right. are still trying to buy, but the sellers are like, eh, I don't need yeah. to do anything right now. So I'm just going to sit, sit tight yeah. for a little bit. But the other side of that coin is, is that when it does change, which it will mm -hmm. sure. 12 months, 24 months, it, it's going to happen. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they could even just go down to 5%. Yeah. You know, we're not getting sure. back into the twos and threes again, no, because that was artificial, <laughs> yeah. but you get into the fives and yeah. now all of these homes start coming for sale and yeah. all of these buyers. But what that does is that drives the price up because now all the right. buyers are like, oh, we're in now because the rate is an 8%. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're still back to this kind of unhealthy market, you know? Yeah. So what have you been telling your first time home buyers who are really getting hammered by all this because prices are so high? Like, how are you, how are well, you dealing with that? They are, I'll give them props. They're more prepared. Yes. I mean, they are coming in and you know, when, I've, I've got someone looking at 250 and at first I kind of cringed and then, 
you know, I'm looking, they're willing to go out a little. Yeah. So that, I think more people are willing to do that. They're yeah. like, you know, I don't want to be right in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, so as long as they're willing to do that, then they usually get a little more bang for their buck. Yeah. A newer home maybe, and maybe even a yard that doesn't like butt right up against the right. next one. Right. Um, and, uh, and a house that maybe doesn't need tons of work that didn't, you know, 50 plus years old. Well, the remote work thing has helped that a lot Yes, because absolutely. people can work from home so they can decide. And I am shocked how many of them actually are, you yes. know, because you heard everybody going back. Well, a lot of people did go back, but there's a lot of, especially first time home buyer bunch, which that's usually to me, that is, I mean, I have uh, about 24 year olds, 25 year olds that are getting married and buying yeah. a house. It's yeah. still really important to them. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, and they see that that's what's holding value and you know, they may have to hold on to it a little bit longer than the people they just watched in the last couple of years. But, um, but they are, they are all in, <laughs> yes. they're all in with what, here's what we've got. Um, it could be, they just saved their money from an inheritance that they got somewhere yeah. and they, this is where they want to go. So, well, I've run into that quite a bit with, um, younger home buyers in that, um, you know, we always, everybody has a good old day syndrome, you know, oh, when yeah. I was a kid, we used to, Oh sure. But I do, I do it. <laughs> but, um, I, I have to give credit to the younger generation, the Gen Z's, you know, millennials, mm -hmm. I don't know, but, but the, the, the Gen Z's, the Gen Z's because yeah. they, well, they went through to some extent as children, they went through what we experienced in the housing crash mm -hmm. and seeing yeah. parents lose retirement accounts and seeing, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, That's what everybody talked about jobs. Yes. Yeah. Job losses and everything else. And they lost a little bit of the U S materialism that we've had mm -hmm. for so many years where you had to buy, 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 get all the things like, you know, our, the boomers and our family, they, you know, they had to own everything, credit card debt out the eyeballs, you know, and all mm -hmm. they had all that stuff. And the next generation, those Gen Z's came up and saw, wait, wait, I don't need to live that way. Yeah. Like I don't need to have the newest thing. I don't need right. to have the best car. I don't need to have all that kind of stuff. Right. I, I can put value in and truly there's just more education, mm -hmm. honestly, because sure. if you want to find something out, if you, if you're curious about a topic, mm -hmm. you know, when you were, when I was a kid, I had to go ask my crazy uncle or, you know, the neighbor next door, like, how do yeah. you do this? He's like, bah, bah, bah. you don't know if he's telling you the truth. Yeah. Totally full of crap. Whatever. But now you just go on YouTube and you're like, how yeah. do I buy a house or what do I need yeah. to do to save for retirement or whatever? And there's thousands of videos sure. and resources out there. So that conflicting. That, well, yeah. I mean, you got to sift <laughs> through. That. Yeah. Yeah. But they're sharp. They understand, you know, yeah. what's true and what's not. And once you yep. see enough of it, you kind of figure that stuff out. But um, so speaking of kids, though, um, you are bringing your kids into the business uh, to some extent. Some are already they are there. bringing themselves. And they're bringing themselves, <laughs> which, hey, all that means is that they had a great example, right? I guess. Because I they're guess. like, hey, mom's loving this. We're going to go do this. Yeah. So so what's that been like? And what's their, what's their experience been compared um, to what yours was when you started? Well, I tried for years to get them... <laughs> to get them in it yeah. and to show an interest, even just, Oh, this would be a great part-time job right. while you're in school, right. you know, uh, zero interest, yeah. zero, yeah. you know, because I came up with it. I'm sure. Sure. So, um, yeah, when you're offering up the yeah. idea, it's a terrible yeah. idea. Yeah, it's terrible. Yes. Um, so, um, then I had, um, one, uh, my older daughter, Peyton, she, um, and her husband were living in Maryland. He was working with Navy for wrestling. Okay. Well, she got into real estate and loves it. Absolutely loves it. But he, because of what he does, they move around Yes. every couple of years. She goes, okay, I can't keep doing that. So she's taking a break from it until yeah. hopefully knock on everything. She might be back here. Um, but then Savannah, hint, 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 hint. Um, and then Savannah, she st actually started her real estate classes while she was still in high school. Wow. Now she was graduating the COVID year Right. that, uh, yeah. that it was the end of that year where they didn't have a prom. They didn't have all those things. So um, she was that end. The other child was the, okay, we didn't go to school all year, but we had a prom and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So um, so she started taking her classes and she's been in it three years. She was the assistant to the brokerage okay. and she um, learned some of the admin stuff tons, and, yep. you know, with all of that and uh, has sold some houses. And, and now she's like, yeah, I think I'm ready to gear this up a little bit more, yeah. you yeah. know, so um, but it's good. I mean, it's usually me that gets the phone call. Sure. What do you think about this, mom? Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's good. you know, do yeah. this, do that. Make sure you communicate. It's usually in every conversation. Yep. Um, because it took me a while to for that to stick. Yeah. You know, the more that you talk, the more that you explain it, the less panic 
there is. Yes. So well, then people are clear and they have trust and they understand yes. what's coming and yes. and they know. Well, you and know, they feel like you know what you're doing. Yes. So when you've already said it, they're like, "Yeah, she told us." <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you're establishing yourself as the expert, yes, so they exactly. can feel more confident because if you're exactly look, if you're with somebody that has confidence in what they're saying and they're they're sure about it. Now, sometimes you know people are sure and confident and they're wrong, but yeah. but more often than not, you at least get a sense of you know you're feeling good because mm -hmm. you you understand that. All right, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I've never done this before, or I haven't done this in five years or right. whatever the case may be. So I need someone to hold the reins and tell me that it's all going to be okay. Yes. Right? right. And that's your job. You have to be yeah. that person. And, um, it, uh, it's, it's not always the best job, you know, because you get to deal with the good yeah. and the bad. Sometimes you're doing it for the other agent. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. 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 Hey, that's, that's the yeah, way it is. Those. I mean, yep. yes. In, in any profession, I'm sure. You know, it's not just ours. There's good so. and bad in all things. You yes. know what I mean? And, but you know, I always tell people like, you should feel good about that because right. if you're having to pull slack for somebody else, then that's, that's called uh, uh job security, mm, right? It is. Because you it know is. that it's like, if that's what I'm going up against, then I'm feeling pretty good, right? Yeah, that works. <laughs> I feel I like I, I'm going to be I've okay. Got it. Yeah. So what do you tell your daughter right now um, as she's getting ready to maybe start selling on her own? Like, what kind of habits or what kind of practices are you trying to tell her that she needs to focus on to make sure that she can make this a long-term career and not just something right. that's, you know, good for the short term? Well, she is almost 22. Okay. So her market, her sphere, her people are very different than mine. Right. So, um, but it's funny how much I've told her, I said, you need to, every time you go to a house, you need to shoot a short little video and it needs to be on your reels, on right. your stories, on your whatever. Yep. And, um, anytime you have an open house, you know, throw it out there. Just, just blanket, whatever. That's you where they're looking. Look. And I said, cause everybody likes to look at houses. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how we all get here. That's right. It? You know? So, um, so I tell her to do that and. I, she's at a point right now where her age group is about to be graduating college right. is about to be getting married. Right. And I said, they need to see you, see you, see you. Like I said, everything I do is reminding people what I do. Yes. Um, and so it is amazing. So she started doing some of that stuff and okay. it kind of cracked me up that all of my mom's friends they're all <laughs> were going, Savannah's killing it. <laughs> and I'm like, what? They're like, Wait a minute. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we have just as much of a problem with social media and that bunch than we do. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 They're on so, it all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, but I tell her that I'm like, see, people are watching. Yeah. I said, your group may not be commenting. I said, now your grandmother's group is all over. Right. <laughs> They're all on it. She goes, oh my gosh. Um, but it was just proof yeah. that what I was saying. So she is going to have to go that route. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I said, take care of your people that you've helped before yeah. because they've worked with you before and they'll work with you again. But, um, I can't remember the percentage it is. It's something ridiculous. It's like, 60 something percent at least uh -huh. that um every time they study this it is um you know going and asking people have you bought or sold a home yes did you like the experience with your realtor yes yeah. they were he she were wonderful right and um then they go did you use them again they go you know would you would you use them again oh absolutely what was their name they go oh what is that? And they're asking somebody else and it's like, what was their name? Well, it's because we haven't stayed in touch. Yeah. So, I mean, that's across, I don't care how old you are. That's, that's across the board. Yeah. And those are areas I struggle in, you know, those are, it's like, you know, I've had a VA and then a virtual assistant and not had the VA. And it's just, you know, it's just, those are the structural things that are non-negotiable. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, I think we all, we all strive to be better all the time. Right. And oh, it, nobody's, nobody's perfect. Right. right. You're, you're not going to solve all your problems at once. You're not going to have all the answers. You're just trying to be a little bit better at what you're right. doing every day. And you're learning some things that work for you and you're learning some things that don't. Right. And, and they could be, they could work great for someone else. They that's just right. Don't, it doesn't go with your personality. Exactly. And, and be you, you. <laughs> you're just trying to get to a place where you have enough activity that you're doing on a regular basis, mm -hmm. whatever that is. And that mm -hmm. that's the thing that I think, you know, agents that are looking or grasping for something, they're always, well, what are they doing? What are they doing? And, th and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But you have to find the thing that you like to do. Right. Whatever that is. 
If you want to write notes all the time, if you love writing handwritten notes, then do that. Mm -hmm. But if you're writing handwritten notes three or four times a day and you hate it, then stop because you're not going to like it. You know, you're not going to keep doing it. It almost comes through in your note. Yes. (laughs) They're like, oh yeah, surely. Thank you. And you know, we hear all the time now too. And I, I talk about this a lot when I do things like this, but you know, social media, you do social media. And and I do think, and the reason being isn't because of, um, you know, going viral or being whatever, but like you said, you're, you have to be in front of people, right? As often as you possibly can, they have to see your face and they have to know what you do. And because lives are, lives are so busy, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody's going and going all the time. We all have our phones, you know, we're, we're in Mm -hmm. the car texting, we're sitting at lunch with our best Mm -hmm. friend and we take a phone call or whatever the case may be, right? All this is happening all the time. It's very difficult. It's not the old school way. You can't just stay in front of somebody by going out to lunch with them every once in a while because everybody's schedule is crazy. So social media is an avenue to where you can stay in front of people and see them on a regular basis. But if you don't like it Mm -hmm. and you don't use it. Yep. Either yeah. pay someone <laughs> yeah, or to just do it for don't. you or don't. Don't. I, I, I don't know that, you know. <laughs> what works for you. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, but but then if you're not going to do that, then you better be a dynamo at Elsewhere. getting the girls together and having lunch every week right. or, you know, being in the PTA or being at right. your church, being a greeter. Or what, I mean, you've got to have other things, right? Yeah. And so, but, but the truth is, is everybody has to find their lane and yeah. your lane is not going to be the same as somebody else's. Right. And, and, you know, and sometimes it's trial and error. You got to try this and if it works and you like it, great. But you got to try this, you don't like it, it didn't work, then don't do it anymore. Yeah. You know, uh, but you can't be all things to everybody all no. the time. No, right? it's not possible. You will exhaust yourself trying to do it. So. so where do you think, um, where do you think all this is headed? Like you're, you know, you've been through some ups and downs in the market. What, mm-hmm. what is your, if you have your crystal ball and you're going to go, okay, this is what it's going to look like in the next three years. What, what do you think? Well, and really my crystal ball involves listening to multiple people who are way smarter than I am talk about it. And then I take all those pieces and kind of say, okay, am I hearing the same thing? Am I not hearing the same thing? Um, The last thing that I heard, I'm kind of waiting. I keep thinking we're kind of due for all that round of people to come back up and talk to us again. Yeah. Um, But um, I, I keep hearing that things are, that the economy itself is doing better mm-hmm. the the job rates are doing better mm-hmm. that i think a lot of that was hey let's drive up the cost of everything and so all those people that didn't want to go back to work had to go back to work yeah so um we're finally seeing the results of that yeah. so um and of course as the economy gets better then eventually they will back off on some of those rates again like you said i i mean if five would be great yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) that'd be awesome and i would love it if the media would just zip it uh personally yeah Um, because they 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 pulled up this huge frenzy and it's like this is what the market does yeah this is what it does ask ask anybody older what's the highest interest rate you've had I think the highest I've heard is 18% that yeah. they sold a house at. Yeah. So we are nowhere near that. Nope. <laughs> um, yes, would we like them to come down a little? Sure. Uh-huh. Um, but it is not the terrifying situation that has been made out to be. Yeah. Um, it's a recency bias. It was the the last you know major economic recession that we had was all mm-hmm. based around housing. Yes. So when and we it was go a in, mess. I yes. mean, people, banks were loaning money they should not Correct. have been loaning. Yes. And should well, the entire not. reason we had the crash was was because of housing and mortgages, yes. right? Um, where this one is completely different. It's, it's totally a different, different. situation. Um, yeah. So everybody just expected that there would be this massive housing crash and everything would yeah. come crumbling down. Um, and, you know, now that it hasn't come to fruition, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, well, what, where, where's the, you know, where's, where's the collapse going to occur? And, mm-hmm. you know, I do think that there's still some things that are a little, um, you know, anytime you're headed into an election year, which is what we're headed into, <laughs> buckle up, everybody. It's going to be a nightmare. Um, and there's that. It's but anytime you're doing that, show. then there's a lot of, I guess you would call it gamesmanship that occurs mm. with, with some of the numbers and what's happening in the economy, good or bad, um, on both sides. And mm-hmm. so, um, yep. it's hard to figure out exactly what's going on sometimes and, yep. and what's good and what's bad. It's like, uh, they had job numbers come out today and, mm-hmm. um, they were down from where they were the month before, um, the unemployment rate's still okay. Um, but it is, it is trending downward. But, um, the, the thing that gets missed sometimes in those numbers is that we're in an economy where, um, you know, incomes aren't quite that great and people want, 
uh, uh, companies want people mm-hmm. back in the office. So what's happening mm-hmm. to a lot of people is they're saying, you know what, I don't want to do that. So right. I'm going to start my own business or right. I'm going to go work another side gig job right. or whatever. And, and so there's, there's some extra jobs that are being kind of dropped into the market mm-hmm. that maybe aren't there, but, uh, but it doesn't mean people are doing poorly. It just means right. that they're changing. They're shifting. They're shifting on yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, and the other issue is that, you know, part of the inflation that we had, um, a, a good part of it, uh, was large companies taking advantage of the fact that oh. the news was telling us there was inflation. Yeah. So they, they just lockstep right my, in with my that, Starbucks yeah. went up 50 cents, mm-hmm. but it actually went up a dollar because they were like, well, they'll pay a dollar extra for it. Mm-hmm. So why not get that? Um, yeah. and now corporate because profits, everybody just says, Oh, everything's more. That's right. Oh, we, and I'm still hear people say, Oh, we have a supply issue. I'm like, do we? <laughs> I thought I thought we kind of solved yes, a lot of that. No. I don't I don't think we have a supply issue. No. Well, that's happening know? with cars. I mean, I'm I'm in the market to buy a car. My daughter's about to turn 16 soon, yes, so I'm looking at different looking cars. For a new one. And I've been d- kind of diving into it a little bit because mm, I'm a it's bad. research guy. But they're just not making as many. Mm-mm. Like that's part of. I mean, they're keeping the supply yes, low, but on learned. purpose. I think they're doing it on purpose. It's I'm on like, purpose. why don't we have these? Yes, we are all back to China shipping all their stuff and the chips and all yep. that stuff. I I'm like, there's no reason this should still be like this. The the profit margin on a new car that they got pre-COVID is pretty much doubled mm. on what they their their price per their profit They're per car. That doubled and it has not changed even yeah. with the demand dropping down it's only gone down a little bit so i mean there's all Everybody kinds of stuff like that buying cars. that's right <laughs> there's all kinds of yeah. stuff that's happening like that in the market and so it's that's what i'm saying it's in this weird place where yeah. you know corporations are still making a decent amount of profit but it's going down mm-hmm. some the job numbers are a little little unsure what they are because people are transitioning into different mm-hmm. careers and starting their own businesses and doing side gigs and you know getting right. out of the nine to five grind you know right. so so there's just we're we're kind of in a transitional economy to some extent and we just don't know how it's going to play itself out mm-hmm. a little bit but the anchor to all of this that has not changed again like we said yep. is that real estate prices have not gone down they have not gone down they have not crashed they have they have, not. They're, and they're, especially in texas yes oh, i yeah, mean well, oh my god you know there's california and then there's yes, i think even florida has had some problems new york yes. has just tanked yeah. but you know texas has always been solid yes i mean even when it was horrible in what was that 2008 2009 but it wasn't texas even horrible. was not yeah. as bad as what the rest of the country looked nope. at Nope. Um, we've usually got, you know, I always hear it's, it's oil and gas is, is backing us up. You know, we've well, got some stability, so I'm not sure if that's it or our state's just in a good position or what it's it just, is. I think w- when COVID happened and, um, especially, you know, this was very, very prevalent on the West coast and when everything just shut down and there mm. was, there was, there was a, this, the government and the governor and the they start they were mm-hmm. telling you what to do mm-hmm. this is what you have to do you can't yep. go here you can't do that you can't and people are like can't wait a minute open your business it's like wait a minute I'm, i live in the u.s like i can do yeah. what about freedom i can do whatever i want right and mm-hmm. so in texas we're like eh, whatever like come on let's <laughs> figure it. out florida so yeah. so everybody moved here because they were just like okay i can make adult decisions in texas and i can't mm-hmm. make adult decisions in certain other parts of the country yeah we just need to keep reminding them that. yes and <laughs> The land, we have an abundance of land right. um, and there will be more houses that are being built. Just takes a while to get there. Yeah. Um, well, and they're cautious oh, yes. because they got caught. They want to be careful. You know, they got caught a year ago yeah. of, you know, all these houses being on the ground and people just going, ah, yes. interest rates are yes. killer. It's like, uh, so they've learned to how, you know, right now the new home bunch is, is keeping us yes running yes new homes um, are, are, are especially the bigger the companies because they have the they're the builder yep. they're the lender yep. they're, they're the title company and and then now i'm hearing some of them are the insurance <laughs> so but when you have all of the companies you can smudge those numbers around yeah. and make it work yep. and like okay what can we get people in with well right now what are they worried about interest rates yeah so they'll get, a, it's not the price of the house. They'll get them in with interest rates Yep, and it works mm-hmm. and it's, it's letting people get in new homes and good spots yep. and not for crazy money. Nope. I mean, yes, they're up, but, and, uh, they're going to continue yep. <laughs> to go up. Um, so they've, they've really been, I've had a lot of people have said, have you looked at new? And then you've got a warranty for, yeah. you know, solid year plus two years for 
structural pretty and then you've got the foundation for 10 so people are like oh this isn't a bad idea yeah i mean and it's it is you know i joke all the time about it but the you know the i always say the best time to buy was yesterday because you're just not going to see prices come down you're not going to see there's no crash because there's no flood of inventory coming um it's going to continue to grow and it is a safe place to put it yes rates are high you know and and but that can change as well Mm -hmm. um but it is the safest place right now to hold your value for your dollar and also have a good idea that it's going to increase you know that you're going to appreciate with that value over the three to four percent a year yep so, so there is the, there is a, you know, the, the world's not ending, uh, no. you know, but the market's still coming along. You just no. have to, you know, it just isn't, your phone's work not ringing. Different. Yes. You got to work. You work it. Yeah. You got to work. You got to yeah. work. And that's the yeah. difference these days. So, yeah. all right. Well, we're over an hour already. So, um, yeah, went really quick. Um, yep. but, uh, anything you want to say before we go, just as far as like, you know, tell those agents out there, give them, give them a, give them that spring of hope. What's, what's your spring of hope for the them? spring of hope. Um, the spring of hope is that do the basics yep. do the basics and work it and you will activity breeds results. Yes. It just does. That is the one thing about sales that you can always go out and do more. Yes. You can always go out and yes. do more. So don't feel like you're stuck or, oh, there's two, these people know more than I do. And I'm never going to be able, oh, psh, please. I know plenty of people that have been in for that have done this for 30 years. Well, they don't learn anything new yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're kind of stagnant where they are. And they, you know, some of those new things are good, but yep. don't, uh, get the, don't let the flashy distract you. Right. You know, you're only limited by yourself, yes. right? That's the yes. only limiting factor. Well, thank you so much for coming in. My I appreciate pleasure. you hanging out with me for an hour and uh, thank, thank you to you. everybody that was listening and hung around. Um, we'll be back again next week, but uh, keep on keeping on and things are going to turn around. We're coming into school time and uh, now, uh, now it's really going to get uh, really going to get busy. Really, truly August is people don't, maybe don't realize this. August is actually kind of a slower month for real estate because yeah. People are coming back from vacation and they're getting ready to go to school. And then once school starts, I promise you, your phone's going to start ringing again because now everybody's back into the routine and they got to figure out what they're going to do. And they have more time. That's right. They got more time to figure (laughs) it out. All right, guys, everybody have a good weekend and we'll see you next time.